Hello, this is Michael, the producer of the Redeemed Hearts podcast, where we encourage you to allow God to transform you mentally, emotionally, and relationally by living from your redeemed heart. Your hosts, Worley and Danina Kennedy, are licensed professional counselors and are the founders of Redeemed Hearts Ministries. Welcome to episode 16, part three of our series entitled An Ongoing Need in America, Good Fathers. This is a four-part series, so make sure you turn into our last episode next week. Hey, I know that you're used to hearing an excerpt from this week's episode right now, but this week we wanted to do something different and encourage you to check out redeemedheartsministries.com. There you'll find blog posts and more podcast episodes from Worley and Danina. Worley and Danina want you to know that they are available for speaking. If you're a pastor or a ministry leader and would like to have Worley and Danina speak at your church, a retreat, a conference, or you'd like to do a custom special event with Worley and Danina, please reach out via the contact page at redeemedheartsministries.com. We're so glad that you're taking the time to listen to the Redeemed Hearts podcast today to learn and grow and invest in your spiritual life. So without further ado, here's Worley and Danina today. If this is the first podcast you've tuned into, we really encourage you go listen to the other two and then, you know, listen to this one because they really build upon one another. And, and really, w- the first two, we're talking more about um, what's internal uh, as far as, um, you know, who a man is. Yeah, and, and I, and I want to say, so we're here we are at the third podcast, mm-hmm. and, and we've covered, you know, probably an hour's worth, maybe mm-hmm. an hour and a half's worth of, of what's involved before we even get to actually the involvement with your children. Mm-hmm. I, I've said this to, to many men that, being a good father is something that um, starts can can start even before one is a father, and and, and the character that's developed in a person. Um, it can being a good father can happen, and you can work at being a good good father even when you don't have a lot of time with your kids, mm-hmm. just by how you go about the rest of your life. And there are seasons like that. Um, I know your dad worked shift work for some years, and so his time with you all was limited. But that didn't mean he couldn't be a good father. Well, and even when we talked about this, even when I was young, and I mean, my dad always, you know, worked jobs, even, you know, uh, that worked long hours. But when he was with us, my dad was always really with us. Yeah. And, um, I I mean, we knew he loved my mom. Yeah. Um, we knew he loved God. Yeah. Um, it was and um, we knew he loved us, and 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 part of that is because he was present yeah. um, with us. And that all flowed out of something that your dad was. And in, in our last mm-hmm. podcast, we talked about his love for God first. Mm-hmm. We talked about how God develops that over time. Yes, but that's a real, very true of my dad. Real focus, and then we talk about last time about his a person's character mm-hmm. and what God's developing in us. And so those are things that we live with even when we're not with our kids. And so it's important because I even know in some situations where there might be a a divorce and a father's time is limited with his children. Mm -hmm. and, and, And yet I encourage that father, you're still working on being a good father even when you're not with your children. And it's it's essential that you do that. Mm-hmm. And so that's the first two podcasts leading up to today. 
And that's hopeful because yeah. those fathers that yeah. um, often sometimes they, you know, they tend to be the, you know, they'll say Disneyland dads, but it's because they think their kids will, um, you know, like presents yes. <laughs> from them when what their kids really want is just whatever time they have with them for them to be present, for yeah. them to be engaged with them. Um, and so whether, the kind of person you are in those moments grows mm-hmm. out of this other thing. Even when you're not with your kids. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good point. And I think the thing, too, is we know this about both of our fathers, is that that character um, was there when they were at work. Mm, yes. I mean, we have both yes. had multiple people over um Time and your dad passed away almost a year ago, and I mean, many many people will come up to you, or I hear it to your siblings, your mom, just speaking of your dad's character. And I mean, I've had that same experience with my dad. So it, for men, it's that um, you know, even making your kids proud of you for who you are when you're at work, or who who you are when you know your kids playing sports. I mean, we've counseled kids who have come in and they've just been, you know, horrified and embarrassed of who their, you know, dad or their mom are, (laughs) but it's because who their character is, you know, at a sporting event. Uh, So character just is, goes way beyond um, even just the actual moments with the kids, but it still impacts the kids. And we gave scripture uh, specifically about character, and we've given scripture about your your loving God. We would want you to read those and meditate on those. Um, we've said it's never too late. Mm-hmm. That's the message of the gospel, that wherever you are in your journey of being a father, you can become a good father. And I, I thought about this since our last one, even that you you can be a good grandfather. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be because you dote on your grandkids. Now, of course, you love to do that and you're able to do that. But but be, be a person of character with them mm-hmm. is not too late to do that. And so the, the, the previous two podcasts are foundational to to today's. And so we're about to talk about a father's actions with his children. We're about to get there. But I want to get to one other important part of a father's life that he must be intentional in before he gives of himself to his children. And it's a father's relationship with his wife. So our dads, both of our dads were good models of this for us. We both saw that the person our dads loved most after God was our moms. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was probably 13 years old, my twin brother and I had the job, the responsibility of taking care of our yards around the house. And it wasn't a small job. We lived in the country on some acreage, and we mowed and and trimmed and shaped a lot of you know, a fair amount of country. And we were typical at that age. We we weren't giving it the attention that we needed to. And it got to the point where it was really bothering our mom. And at that age, um, we were beginning to grow a little more independent from mom. So we were talking back to her more and we weren't paying as much attention to her. And so my dad, um, who was at work most of the time, but was 
home. On, it was during a lunch one day. He was at home during lunch, and he took us both outside, and he told us, he said, look around. And the grounds around us didn't look very good. And he said, tell me what you see. And we told them, and we were truthful. It doesn't look very good. And he said, he said, now, it's not quite as important to me about how this place looks, but it's extremely important to your mother. And he says, I want you to, to know that your disrespect of your mother not only bothers me for your sake, but it also bothers me because she's my wife. And you now have stepped into territory where you are uh, messing with my wife. <laughs> and it was just, I mean, I can still see him. I can, mm. I can still hear it. And it has made a profound impact on me of the place a father has with his children is the way that he loves his wife. Mm -hmm. And that the children know that she is his priority before them. Now, you and I have been married long enough that I know now what I didn't know as a 12-year-old that our, you and I had each other before we had our kids. And sometimes our kids find it hard to believe <laughs> that somehow our world could go on without them. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we actually have fun with them, <laughs> letting them know they're not the most important things <laughs> to us. But it makes a point in, in that a father is to love his wife. Mm. And in doing so, it will... In, it will impact his children in positive ways, you know, all through their life. I knew my dad loved my mom to the very end. And it gives security. It, it models. Um, it, yeah, it, it, yeah. So I did want to read Psalm 128. Part of this I've, I've read before, but um, the, the portion of this, he says, Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord. But then as he, he says, um, you shall be blessed, it shall be well with you, your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. And then he says, and your children will be like olive shoots around your table. He's, <clears throat> the wife is first. And as he impacts the wife and as she blossoms and, and so forth in who she is as a person, then in turn that, that positively impacts the children. But but it, um, yeah. So anything to add to that? Well, I think that goes against the uh, child-centered parenting, you know, models that are out there in that, you know, you're going to take care of, of the marriage and the husband-wife relationship. I mean, in your parenting, even when you disagree, you're going to, you know, you're not going to really do that in front of your children. You're going to, even as a husband, I mean, take care of your wife by talking to her privately, vice versa, wife to husband. I mean, you're, you're working very hard to provide that stability and that security um, as much as possible. And in divorced homes, um, you know, which uh, there's probably, you know, many out there that have come from that. 
husband, what would you say to them? Well, I say, this? well, I say to a husband um, in a in a home where he's married to someone who he's not the father of her children, mm-hmm. and she's not the mother of his children. I say, you still make this a priority. Your your children on both sides need to see this very intentional mm-hmm. action because loving you, Danina, is not simply a feeling. The right. feelings come and go. It's a choice. I choose you mm-hmm. and I make you my priority, um, second to God, but in step with God. And then the kids come after that. And so you you are the, the one who, um, if, you know, so much of what happens with them flows from. So if I'm in a, in a home where, uh, as you mentioned, a, a second marriage home, I still would say how you treat your wife and, and that you, your children know you choose her. It will even breed security for your children mm-hmm. who are not, that, that's not their mother. And in divorced homes where they're, the work has been done where there is, um, you know, not holding on to woundedness and bitterness and there's forgiveness um even though you know forgiveness and trust are two different things you may not trust that you know spouse that you've divorced you your heart is free yes to on behalf of your children's sake be able to you know bless your children in their time unless it's somebody that's abusive or you know harmful and you need to protect them but um you know, where you're not talking ill will of that person. Right. You're still treating that person with that respect, like, you know, a, you know, a child of God, if they are, or someone um, who needs God. Right. So, uh, it, it, and part of it is just having that perspective that it's going to give security to children. Yes. And when kids know they can play you against each other. Yes. Uh, I mean, we see so many kids that are kids of divorce and um, over the years, just the insecurity that's there for them um, in that is, I mean, it's huge and it, it, it brings a lot of identity, you know, issues for them. So, so it goes back to character for a man. Yes. And his ability to love, in a divorce case, his present wife. And also act in loving ways. That's a good way to say it, yeah. Towards the wife that he's no longer married to for the sake of the children. And that's loving his children. Yes. I mean, that's how he's going to love his children. Yes. Um, but, some, they, but they have to... And, and dads and often... sometimes that's messy. They have to figure out what that looks like. Well, but. the messiness comes in emotions mm-hmm. and feelings of... Um, like you're letting fighting the, injustice, or or you're letting the children down, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, I think it's it's where your focus has to be. This 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 godly principle is that you choose, you love your your spouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good. So. Um, the passage for loving your your wife is Ephesians five twenty five to thirty one. Let me just read this because, uh, and I'm not going to make many comments here, 
Um, but, but this comes before the next passage, which is an instruction for parents with children. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes it and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. Therefore, man shall leave his father and mother, hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So really, it's it's a straightforward command, husbands love your wives, and then these things of, you know, the outflow that he chooses her first, um, he delights in her, his protection of her, his cherishing of her, um, all of those things are then a greater blessing to their children. So make your wife come first. And, uh, you, you know, young fathers, don't get this out of order. You might be enamored with your young child and enjoying your own young child. Make your wife your, your priority. Any other comments on that with husbands? Well, and that just takes, I, I just think that takes being intentional. I mean, when you have young kids and, I mean, you really have to even sometimes work to carve out that time. Well, and, and I think when you and I discussed this, and you may not remember, but you, you being loved by me does something for you with our children. And so um, the, you know, so this actually, you know, on your side of it, I just want you to speak to your side of it, that if I don't choose you and I choose our children. Well, that that creates an insecurity. Yeah. Or it can create, in some homes, it can create a um, competition, you know, uh, between the wife and the kids, Um but the main thing is I just think it creates a, an insecurity. And it's and this that, will be tested by kids, not all of them, mm-hmm. but some of them will test this. Some of them will test as they get older, you know, where they might divide the parents. Mm-hmm. And I just think the way a father chooses his wife can help with a lot of this. And that, and when kids have too much power, they, they actually, um, you know, they want it. But deep down, we hear it all the time. From kids, they don't really, they don't really want it. They don't like feeling that powerful. Thank you for joining Worley and Danina today on the Redeemed Hearts podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and are looking for more content from Worley and Danina, we encourage you to visit redeemedheartsministries.com. Hey, Worley and Danina want you to know that they are available for public speaking. If you're a pastor or ministry leader and would like to have Worley and Danina speak at your church, a retreat, a conference, or you would like to do a custom event with Worley and Danina, please reach out via the contact page at redeemedheartsministries.com. Hey, don't forget to join us next week as Worley and Danina wrap this series up and discuss a father's actions with his children and beyond. So tune in to part four next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. 
Please rate and subscribe the podcast on iTunes and Spotify and share this episode on social media. Please feel free to reach out and contact us through the website. God bless.